welcome back to another episode of Resting Mary, finding joy and peace in your life. I'm your host, Dwayne Montague, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about why the word Emmanuel is one of the greatest words that we could ever hear, and why what it means is something that we can cling to and hang on to, even in the midst of some of the worst moments of life, at Christmas time, and all year long. That's today on Resting Mary. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here, until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. Now this may be why we know the name Emmanuel, why the word Emmanuel is something that we typically only hear around Christmas time. That's because of this Christmas carol, this ancient song that was uh, one of the oldest uh, songs to celebrate the birth of Christ. Um, and uh, the original is in Latin, Veni, Veni, Emmanuel. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. They were saying, please come. And the word Emmanuel uh, translated for us means God with us. And I love what that means. And, and the reason why I love it is because it's such a, a, an earth-shattering idea. Now, God has promised to never leave us, never forsake us. I mean, we see throughout Scripture that God promises that he'll be with us. I mean, if you look at the psalm, uh, the, the, all through the psalms, David is talking to God and saying, Hey, I know you're with me. Your right hand upholds me. All this kind of stuff. But the idea of actually being daily in the presence of God and having him walk beside us and be with us was something that is kind of a brand new idea. And if we're ever in a moment where we need something in our lives that helps us understand this, I think Christmas is a great reason for that. In fact, uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, when he finishes telling uh, this whole thing about the genealogy to lead us up to the birth of Christ, he says that all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord said through the prophet, that the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So here, from the very beginning of the story of Jesus, we see that he is tied back to this prophecy, that he is the one who will be the one who is with us, the God who is present. What I love about it is also it, it, it's an active verse. It's an active verb. It's not God might be with us. It's not God will be with us someday. It's not God comes and goes. It's not God will be here when you get your sh crap together. It's not God will be here when you get your act. It's not God will be here when you get your act together and clean up your life. It's literally no matter where you're at right now, God with you. The reason why I love this so much is because I've been in places in my life where I have felt completely broken, empty, alone, and I didn't have anything else to hang on to except this idea that, oh God, please, please be with me. I don't know where you're at right now. I don't know how your Christmas is going. I don't know where your mind is. Maybe you're looking at the economy, looking at the world, looking at everything that's been going on for the last several years and going, oh, it's so bad. It's so awful. Maybe you're facing something horrible yourself. Maybe you're, you're facing a, a situation where a loved one has had a bad diagnosis. Maybe you're looking at a, an issue with your job or there's just trouble in your marriage. Your kids are having struggles. Maybe you've got something, you're, a demon of your own that you're fighting against uh, with you know, mental health or you've got you know, an alcoholic issue that you're dealing with. Whatever it is, 
Okay, we've all got stuff. We all have things in our lives. And all those things push and pull and drag us down. And they keep us from being realizing that there is something that we can cling to and hang on to. And I understand it because I've been there. Um, I share this in the book, uh, Resting Mary. But 14 years ago, this year, 14 years ago, this Christmas, um, was one of the darkest moments in my family's life. Um, I had lost my job uh, with Microsoft. And due to the way the contracts were, I couldn't go back to work for them for three or four months. And I tried desperately to get another job. And I just could not get hired anywhere. Interviewed lots of places. No one would hire me. Um, I interviewed at a theater company that I thought was going to be a great fit for me and my background. But the conversations back and forth didn't seem like they were going anywhere. And I uh, I didn't know what to do. And so I had another interview uh with Microsoft and hoped it would go well. But at this point, we I hadn't worked. We had a baby with needed diapers. We uh, had had our house already in foreclosure. So I was trying to work through making sure we didn't lose our home. We had seen our van get repossessed. One night we came from my parents' house and a tow truck was attached to it and getting ready to pull it out of my driveway. It was as hopeless as I could possibly be. And all I could hold on to is the fact that here in the Bible is this idea that God is with us. When everything else is lost, he's still there. When everything else is hopeless, he is still there. When everything feels like there's no way you can go on, he is still there. Why? Because that's who he is. His very name, Emmanuel, means God with us. Wherever we are, whatever we face right now. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like for you. And 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 I want you to know that I feel this passion and this burden for people at Christmas time because I know how much you want to feel joyful. I know how hard it is to want to feel all the gingerbread feelings and to watch the movies and feel good and feel happy when you're really feeling sad and alone and depressed and you're grieving over loss and you're and you're worried and you're stressed and literally in that moment. Maybe all you can do, and all I, I want to encourage you to do sometimes is just say his name, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God, you're with me. If you can remind yourself of anything, remind yourself of the fact that he is there. God's name for his son. Yes, Jesus means the one who saves. It means salvation. But Emmanuel means that salvation is happening right now. It's not a future thing. Jesus himself said, I didn't come to save you so you would um, be able someday to go to heaven with me. We, we, we've messed that up in our idea of what salvation means. Jesus says, I've come so they may have life and life abundantly. You can have an abundant, joyful life without having a dime. We tend to think of the word abundance to mean plenty of things and plenty of stuff. But it's not that. Abundance means you are living and dwelling in the presence of God himself, and he is filling you with everything that he can possibly fill you with. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be perfect. I'm not going to tell you it's going to get better. I'm not going to tell you everything's going to work out like the end of a Hallmark movie, but I'm going to say no matter what you're facing, even as hard as it is, Emmanuel is there. God is with you. I understand this deeply. I, I, I wish I, I wish I could convey more clearly just how hard it was. 
I wish you could understand. And maybe you do. Maybe you're in that place right now. Maybe you're that place today. Um, a few years later, around Christmas time, uh, my brother-in-law died. It was unexpected. No one saw it ha- coming. Uh, it was hard. It had been a very, very tumultuous season with him. But when we found out, it wasn't easy. And it was very hard for our family to be in this moment of joy and the season of happiness to lose someone so young who had had so much life to live through. And yet here he was tragically gone. And it wasn't like it was this great moment of, oh, he was surrounded by happiness and joy. No, he died alone. In those moments when you're alone with only your thoughts, the last thing you want to hear is someone say, hey, it's going to be okay. Hey, God loves you. Hey, don't give up. Jesus is on the throne. That kind of Christianese crap is the last thing that anybody needs. Jesus himself didn't do that. When his friends wept, he wept. When he lost his best friend, Lazarus, he didn't reach out to Mary and Martha and say, hey, guys, hang in there. At least he's in a better place. No, he wept with them. He cried with them. Why? Because he was fully God, yet he was fully human. He understands the brokenness, the hurt, the wounds. You remember Joseph, who was his adopted father, the one who raised him, the one who helped him become a carpenter, died at some point. Do you think Jesus was sad because his father, Joseph, his earthly father, died? Of course he did. He understands loss. He understands what it's like to lose something and to feel that place. But at the same time, he understands it so well that when he sits beside us, because he's Emmanuel, the God who is with us, we don't have to feel like we are alone or helpless or without hope. So I'm not going to tell you it's going to get better. I'm not going to tell you it's going to get perfect. But I'm going to say no matter what you're facing today, hang on to Emmanuel. Because for me, 14 years ago on this day, today, Uh, What is it? It's it's December 16th. On this day, 14 years ago, I got the call that I was hired. It changed my life. I remember dancing. I remember singing. I remember my kids being ecstatic. The dog was barking. Yes, it started snowing. It was the most perfect Hallmark moment ever. But that only came after three and a half months of the worst things in my life. I was a broken, sad man who had very little joy, who had very little peace. But I did have Emmanuel. God was with me. And my friend, God is with you today too. So hang in there. And if you can say nothing else, if you have nothing else this Christmas, then you have the greatest thing. You have him. God with us. God with you right now. One thing that's important to me is honesty. And the last thing I like is when Christians and pastors and religious teachers aren't honest about the fact that your life isn't perfect just because you have Jesus. You could be the most Jesus-loving person in the world and still have a crappy life. You can still have crappy things happen to you. Jesus himself does not say, I'm going to give you perfection. When he says, I'm going to give you an abundant life, what he's saying is, I'm going to be there with you. So hang on, hold in, and no matter what you face, even in those hardest moments, 
you may not remember it then, but when you look back, you'll be able to go, oh my gosh, I did have joy. I did have peace. I was able to come through it. And that's my encouragement to you today. So hang in there. Keep resting, Mary. Keep holding on to the fact that God is with you, no matter what you're facing. And thanks for listening. I love doing the podcast. Thanks for reading the book. Thanks for engaging with me. And I look forward to being with you on the next Resting Mary. See you next time.